0: I think there's some truth to that. See, I'm here in the aftermath. If dreams artists disaster than tonight. I am here after the fact. I'm here in the night. Hello and welcome back to listen to this, care. a podcast about music, for music and everything in between. My name's Alex
1: and I'm Danny.
0: And we're actually going to be doing a throwback today because we're going back to a topic we haven't discussed since episode 3 of season 1. <laughs> I I'm pretty I think I have that accurate. Yeah,
1: I think it is. We're
0: going to be we're going to be diving back into remixes uh Admittedly, I don't fully remember everything we talked about two years ago or a year and a half ago, or whatever So it's possible we'll repeat ourselves a bit But I feel like we have a lot of new things to add to it regardless
1: Oh, yeah, and kind of new places we're taking it from because I was joking Uh before we were recording about how we used to get a lot of our remixes from like youtube mm-hmm. but now it's like straight tiktok and Just kind of the changes in remixes that we hear now opposed to like back in 2010 mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah, just by I mean, arguably genre, like in, inherently I think a remix you would associate some kind of electronic aspect yeah. to it. But there's 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 other there's other versions which I personally have examples of. But for now, Danny, what have you been listening to?
1: Oh god, you put me on the spot. I know. I've literally been listening to Clarity since last time <laughs> we, we did the episode. I don't know, it got stuck in my head. Are you not surprised? Are you not entertained? But um, I so speaking of TikTok, I d- finally downloaded. Wait a minute, by Willow, and the band that I don't think I could ever pronounce. You try this. Wait a, it's right above the green line. Ardip-
0: uh, Ardipithecus. Sure. Uh, Ardipithecus. I assume.
1: I think you're on the right track because I my mind goes. Like, oh, my, my favorite music. Really. Yeah, I'm like, that's not right. I don't believe they're headlining. Oh, man. It's really hard getting into music and like seeing all these bands with really great names, but I am I just can't read it. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense in my mind, but don't make me speak it aloud, because I'm not going to be able to do it.
0: Danny, I think the entirety of our audience knows that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: it's, been, it's, it's, been, it's been our version of a meme for you since season one. Yeah. Oops. Anywho, but, but okay.
1: Um, and then... Florence and the Machine is coming out. I think they just dropped the album. I think it's called Love. But um, some of the singles from it was My Love. And there's a Dave Glass Animals remix. And I really like it. Because they don't really take over the whole song. They just add more of a beat to the background. And I love it. Okay. Um, Magnetic Moves by Katie Toplin, Toplin? T-O-U-P-I-N. I think I'm right, Toplin.
0: My actually knee jerk reaction guess would be would would be Toplan.
1: Toplan, okay. Well who knows? Who knows? That's a good one. Uh Five Seconds to Summer is coming back. Uh they just released a single Take My Hand and I I love Five Seconds to Summer so yeah. much. I Life love sauce. them, yeah. Uh otherwise I th- it's just been that in clarity. <laughs> and oh no, for so throwback. So I was in my car driving around and uh I had a five finger death song or five finger, five finger. Am I having a, a five stroke?
0: finger death punch song? Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm having a stroke. No, but that came on and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard this song in so long. And then right after it, my Spotify played um, an Evanescence song. Call Me When You're Sober.
0: Oh. That
1: song came on. And of course, I had to try and belt it out. And I'm just like flashing back to when I was like eight in my mom's car trying to sing along. And I now have a new appreciation for my mother and everything I've put her through as a child. Because, Jesus, Lord, trying to sing that song as an adult, you're just like, oh, God, my poor mother.
0: Yeah, thinking of, of, of the subject matter. I mean, like, isn't it isn't that song written about the lead singer of Seether? Because he and Amy Lee were married. I think so. Barbie. But
1: just like she I mean, like whole goth rock genre. They just hit almost opera style notes where they just they have a full swing in their like vocals. Mm hmm. That normal people cannot hit no matter let how hard they try. <laughs> yeah, let alone an eight-year-old who's just like, I'm on American Idol. Like, oh, God. I have such an appreciation Shout for that Victor. song, though. Yeah. And that music video. I love that music video.
0: I've actually I've never ever seen the video. I, li- I like the song a lot. That's like one of the few. Uh... Oh, my God. Uh, what, what's, what's their day? What's their album? Their famous one? You...
1: Going Under? No, no that's the, um... I think that's a song from it.
0: Fallen, Fallen.
1: Uh-huh. That is one of the
0: few non-Fallen songs that I, I, I like and really enjoy. Yeah. And, or know and really enjoy, rather.
1: I think that's one of the first um, instances in a music video that I remember. Like, you know, it's like... I think it happened a lot in like R&B and stuff, but you always have like a girl walking across the table and everything's flying off the table. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I ever remember that happening happening in a music video was actually that one, the Call Me When You're Sober. And it was such a cool thing to see when you're like eight or nine years. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, it was really well done, actually, thinking back on it. Like, that music video kind of holds up. Hell yeah.
0: We should do another music video episode.
1: Oh, uh, just let me know <laughs> when. I have too many, and I promise Clarity will not be mentioned again.
0: We'll, we'll see about that. You know, I also always associate, for obvious reasons, the song You Never Call Me With Your Sober with the pink song Sober. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, admittedly, it's like you, you could argue it's the same themes from different perspectives, I yeah. guess. But like, like to the point where I kind of forget... The, I I I will take lyrics from the pink version and apply it into the Evanescence one. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Why doesn't that sound right?
1: <laughs> Be like, wait a minute. Oh man. So what have you been listening to? Well. <laughs> well.
0: Um. So a, a a few a few people have ever released new songs. Um, one that is also admittedly big on on uh, like TikTok and reels and stuff like that is by the guy Swaco. Um.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: He has his big song right now because he he's doing the open verse challenge, or he was. I haven't had TikTok in a while, but like he was doing the open verse challenge of his song "Drunk Dial," mm-hmm. and like you know, he would sing the chorus, then you know, hold the mic out for someone to duet it and whatever. Um, but the music video dropped, and so then I finally heard the whole song, and I'm like, I. I, i'm actually a pretty big fan of it it's 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 the modern version of, of pop punk again like so there's a lot of hip-hop inspiration in there yeah so like someone who's like all about just the punk rock aspect of it probably won't go won't find it very enjoyable but i I, th- I, th- I thought it was a good time um also uh three days grace has a new album coming out soon now that's a name I hadn't heard of in a while yeah. until I guys saw uh, an ad for their song neurotic the lead single off the album or mm-hmm. i think it's the lead one maybe it's the second one and I did so I did some some uh cursory research on three days grace and i didn't know this the lead singer left Mm -hmm. and now it's now it's the singer from uh 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 crutch uh the crutch band 30 30 foot crutch
1: thousand foot crutch thousand foot crutch
0: yeah yeah courtesy call it's the only song i know by them but yeah (laughs) so he's there he's their lead lead singer now which is I mean, he sounds fine. His voice is a bit higher, so it's a little less gravelly than their yeah. OGs. But like the song "Neurotic" sounds sounds pretty good.
1: Well, it was funny too. Like I found out the lead singer of Muse left. And really? Yeah. So there's a new person singing it. So mm. now their sound has kind of changed to be from like more like kind of that indie rock genre to like more. It's a little bit heavier with the guitar and the drums. And I remember listening to him, I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then the, on the radio, I was like, oh, that was Muse's new song. And I'm like, Are but you that's, sure? that's <laughs> not the right voice. And I guess hmm. Ty was like, yeah, the lead singer ended up leaving. Like, I want us probably around the pandemic time, I think.
0: Oh, so it's been that way for a while. Yeah.
1: Okay. So now they have new music coming out with it. And I don't know how I feel about it but to be fair the only like i only know like 3 songs from them and one of them is super massive black hole from twilight so like i wouldn't really call myself an expert A big or, band. or anyone who has should have any weighted opinion about the band
0: i uh that, that that doesn't that doesn't disinterest me at all because one of my big one of the biggest reasons I couldn't get into Muse is because of how the original lead singer sang <laughs> I hate how like the instruments would be following a tempo and whatever and they'd be going long but he would be doing something different and it's like dude like you're your four beats behind which I get was their style a lot of people yeah. were into that for me it was jarring yeah, that's even, fair. Even, even like, like do we're wrong. There are a handful of Muse songs I like. I really adore the song, Time is Running Out, but I still like Uprising. I still like oh, Madness. I love
1: Uprising. Like I haven't heard that song in so long. That was the
0: first Muse song I ever, actually. I don't know if it's the first one I ever heard, but it's the first one I ever, like, really noticed. And I was like, who's this band, Muse? And my father liked them. Like some? I don't know. But with a <laughs> new lead singer, maybe he'll sing differently and I can get more into them.
1: I'm he already does kind of sing differently, so okay. I think you probably would.
0: Okay. Um, also,. Velveteers released a new song, it's, every time she loses a new song, it's always pretty different. This is much more of like a, a very fast tempo garage rock song almost, mm-hmm. but with, and, and, and I asked a huge Lana Del Rey fan who agreed with me, her vocals sound like Lana Del Rey slightly. So it's like she has this breathy, distant, airy quality. Yeah. That's uh, made lo-fi over the hi-fi instrumentation of the guitars and drums of the the electric guitars and drums, and it's it sounds really cool. My only problem with it is that it's less than two minutes long, and I'm like, can't it be? I want more of that. Do more of it. That actually sounds really cool. (laughs) Yeah, like like. uh, Oh, it's called "I Hate Us." I don't know if I said that. "I Hate Us." Um, Also, do you know the band Goldfinger?
1: I don't think so. They were
0: big in the. If it's not late 90s, it's like 2000 or 2001 for their song Superman. It was yeah. in like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So here I am doing everything I can. You know that one?
1: No, but I just love how we, ha- we finally referenced Tony Hawk Pro, Squ- Pro Skater. Pro Skater? <laughs> Pro Skater on this podcast. Like, that, we finally have done it. That
0: game, that, that showed me so much music. Anyway. And then also crazy taxi. That's how I discovered Offspring. But uh, no, that's not that's not true. That's not true. That's not how I discovered them. That's how I really started knowing other songs by them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Goldfinger released an album uh, back in 2017 called The Knife, and I only knew one song by it by on that album for like two years called Tijuana Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was cooking and a guy who's really into ska music uh, had control of the speaker and played and just kind of played the album. And I found two other songs, one of which features Mark Hoppus, throwback to like two episodes ago. Um, and there's the song is Who's Laughing Now? And Who's Laughing Now especially, but See You Around as well. It's like, those are two songs I'm like, damn, I, I still like ska. I'm not going around skanking or anything, but like, I'm still, I'm still a fan of that. Oh, for context, skanking is, is is the dance move to ska music.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you need I need context th- real fast. I'm not
0: I'm not throwing this ass in a circle, okay? I'm just oh, listening God. to music and dancing.
1: <laughs> oh no. Uh
0: yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's pretty much pretty much everything I, I had going on recently. Um and actually, so a good segue um to our topic at hand is I don't think we mentioned this at all in the in the previous remix episode, but uh, a song we talked about last episode with with ty and the song that i opened the episode with is i didn't know we are at, we actually have the remix of macarena the original macarena is like more of a, like, like a poppy guitar piece and it's all in spanish then bayside boys did a remix of it for american audiences and that's what we have oh whoa and also the girl who who sings on it she uh
1: she, wait there's a girl
0: <laughs> when i dance they call me macarena the girl who sings in macarena
1: I guess I've always just either have not paid close enough attention to the song or by the time her part gets on, I'm like running away.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's the one who's saying like, my, my, my boyfriend sucks and never pays attention to me. So I'm going to dance with other guys. Oh. Huh. Well, huh. so the girl who did it, apparently like she signed some contract where it was very much a, a one and done deal because it was just for some remix to play in a club and the song blew up and she hasn't gotten like any royalties from it at all. It's just, it's just kind of kind of a bummer, but yeah. So, uh, a remix. I'm going to start off with a, a a different style of remix, just because I don't really have I don't really know where this would apply to things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just going with the uh, TikTok version of remixes and stuff. Right. Um, there's a song that's really big on uh, that. I mean, it was. It still kind of gets used from time to time, and it's used for very sweet emotional heartwarming things called uh which is i want to i mean it's it's it, it, it's arabic mm-hmm. and i want to say the dude's based in, in in egypt but don't quote me on that i i haven't done research in a win a while but his name is issam al-najar al-najar you did
1: so much better than i ever could <laughs> right there
0: yeah. um and and his song is very much a, a an, an acoustic not fully acoustic there is slight drums in it but very much is like a guitar pop i want to say love song i haven't, haven't translated the lyrics but from what i've read in comments that's what it is mm-hmm. but the song for social media gets slowed down and then the chorus is used for like uh those big heartwarming moments uh I, i'm i I'm, I'm hoping you would have heard of it i have no idea if it's on like reels or anything um, but I know it's on it's on TikTok a lot.
1: That's but, it, so cute.
0: but it gets slowed down to ba yeah. and like you just use like a bloom effect to make the things seem brighter and more and warmer and happier as the puppy runs to the new <laughs> owner's arms or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and like so, like that, that that does count as a remix because someone had had changed the song a bit. Now, admittedly, I think all they did was slow it down. So that's kind of the same philosophy as Nightcore, where hey, we'll speed it up, and it's suddenly a remix mm-hmm. of a song. But it's it's when it comes to TikTok remixes, that's where my mind goes usually.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I feel like that's the main difference between like 2010s YouTube and TikTok. Now, is 2010s YouTube really tried to take the song and completely change it mm-hmm. in some way, whether they just kept. The lyrics as they were, but they changed the whole background song or they like messed with the lyrics and so on and so forth. Mm. TikTok is a lot simpler where like they mash up like a few songs, but then they slow everything down. And I kind of like that a little bit more. Like it's a little bit like uh, there's a Doja Cat song that I really liked. I can't, I think it might be Streets or there's, I can't get it to you. One of the two. But they slow it down, and it actually sounds so cool. Hmm. But then on the flip side, you have uh, there's a mashup of I think I think it's just called Pony. Everybody knows what? it's the Magic Mike song. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. But it's called Pony. But they mashed it up with a Britney Spears song, and it's surprisingly like good enough that now it's on my playlist at work somehow for like summer vibes 2020. Okay. And I feel kind of weird about it to be honest. Like, TikTok remixes are getting so popular, they're being put on Spotify brand yeah, playlists. I
0: bet. I bet. That doesn't surprise me at all. I might cut this out of the episode. The only TikTok, uh, Britney Spears-based TikTok one that I, I know of because I swear to God someone showed it to me. I did not go out of my way <laughs> seeking this. Someone mixed Toxic with the beat to the Pornhub intro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he... And like, 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 it was it was... I don't think this will come back to bite anybody on the ass. It was one of my employees at work. He he was showing he was showing me a video and then that that was the that was the musical background so whatever the scene was. Yeah. And, and then I, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of a cool remix." And he's like, "You don't know what that beats from?" I'm like, "Shut up. I? Uh-oh, I know what that beats from."
1: And he was I didn't know had an intro. <laughs>
0: it was used all the time in like like memes don't you remember that that era when everything was a screamer video it'd be like turn up your volume
1: yeah no i fell "Ah!" for i fell for that once And then I never turned my volume. My volume has been zero since Every that since day. That era. I don't. I don't touch any video now that says like turn your volume up. I automatically don't believe it.
0: <laughs> I, I had I have so many memories of being on break at the cafeteria with my stocking staff, and we're just on our phones, and all of a sudden I hear oh, and Sean Corley going, God damn it! <laughs> God
1: damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah, Wrong. so it was, it was
0: also it was used in the videos with that. Huh. The more you know.
1: I, I guess I just didn't get past the screaming part before I started like. As soon, you, my... as, soon
0: as you hear a loud moan, you're like, I'm going to kill myself.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when both of your parents and your brother are in All the right, living right. room, and I'm like...
0: What you up to over there? I'm,
1: I literally am like, it's this. It's not. It's this. I swear to God, that I'm just amazing. on Facebook.
0: Shout out to Vicky. Yeah.
1: She's put up with so much shit for me. God. It's kind of ironic that Mother's Day was just like... Last month or this Sunday, this last, this last Sunday I think you that we're are recording. A <laughs> for real. I don't know. Maybe I just have, maybe I think I've just been in customer service mode for too long that switching back into like normal Danny personality, mm. like it not, they just didn't cross over all the way. So I'm like malfunctioning.
0: Shit happens. Shit happens. Um, I'm not sure if this if this counts as a remix. It, actually, I, I, it doesn't. It counts as a sampling. But for some reason, I'm thinking about it. Uh, Jason Derulo's song "Savage Love," mm-hmm. which it samples the musical melody to that one thing, that one song that was used. all Yeah,
1: throughout. he has a habit of doing that because he did that to the other song Jaluby Baby." Oh yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if I've
0: heard that, but I heard that song. But I've, I've heard people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, there's an
1: original version, and then Jason Derulo's version, Just and that Derulo. got that blew up on TikTok. Mm. And uh, Demi Lovato, like a lot of her "Cool for the Summer" specifically is coming back in a bunch of like TikToks and reels and stuff, where they slow it down, and now there's like a dance to it, and of course do sometimes the like. Mu- the actual music from Pony also all of a sudden pops up again, and I'm like, "What is with people in this goddamn song?" Oh my God, Magic Mike has cursed us.
0: I, I actually don't know what that song you're talking about. I is. feel like uh, maybe I've heard it before. I but. think
1: you have, because like I since Magic Mike, I've heard this song everywhere, and apparently, this also came out in 1996. Oh, I I do know this one. Yeah, Yeah. it's called Pony by Genuine, Genuine. I think it's Genuine. Yeah,
0: Genuine. Huh, okay. Yeah, no, I've I've heard that in a handful of them.
1: Yeah, that is.
0: If I had to guess, that song is about like riding him like a pony or something, riding him like a pony, something like that. yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: There's a reason it was in Magic Mike. But one of the songs that I really like that I would consider like a full song remix even though it still keeps like majority of the original beat and the lyrics Mm. is uh candy shop by cry junior charles it literally it i don't know why it's so much better than the original i feel like they just pumped the bass up and they pumped up a lot of like the bass sounds so it sounds kind of like a whole different song but also a song you're like, I know exactly what this song is.
0: You're talking like, I'll take you to the candy shop, that's Yeah, this is
1: the version now. This is the TikTok's version. They just added more layers to it, but it sounds so good.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's like a...
1: It sounds like it'd be in a spy movie, I don't know why.
0: Yeah, that has that has like 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 it has a grime aspect to it, or not not grime, but like like a grungy, dirty, dank like like I could I would hear that at, the, at a club that's underground. Yeah, I was gonna like, say I
1: was gonna say a basement club. Yeah, a basement club easily. But yeah, so that's when I, I could heard dance that, that.
0: Like... and damn, yeah, you are on Spotify when you're pulling up these remixes. They really are. Just like, it's like yeah, they're into it, into all it, into over. Extreme.
1: And I know there's some like there's playlists on SoundCloud of where a majority of the like new TikTok uh, remixes are, but I still don't use SoundCloud that often. SoundCloud. So it's kind of funny that it just pulls it up on Spotify now. Yeah.
0: I mean, and that's that's actually really noteworthy because I'm pretty sure we, we we did mention this in the last one. But I'm going to bring it up again. Like there are... I mean, still to this day, I suppose, but especially back in that twenty ten, the twenty tens, like it was a re- really common thing to release an entire album of just a single and all the remixes mm-hmm. of all the all all that all the different DJs did of it. Um, and nowadays, that isn't really as necessary because you don't have to have like an official, you know, iTunes or Spotify release. You can just post it online anywhere. You don't to, you don't mm-hmm. have to like you don't have to try to get yours into a, com- a remix compilation with with uh, like. Zed and uh, Illenium or something like that. Yeah, like you can just have it be your own thing, and then it can blow up on, on its own. Which I mean, I, I think I think is definitely for the better. It gets more amateur musicians out there.
1: Yeah, and like you don't need big money to kind of back you when you do things like iTunes and Spotify now. You mm-hmm. just need like just need to post it pretty much. Yeah, you
0: just need the platform to post it, and yeah. it'll find its way out there. Yeah, I like I, I, I like that a lot, especially because there were a bunch of people who. You know, it, it back I mean, maybe back in the day, like one example, just going off of who I said before, Illenium, like like he he got pretty big from making remixes of songs, and then was a, then was given the chance to do his own thing, and then admittedly even after his debut album, he was still doing remixes for people. He has one of my favorite remixes of uh, uh, the Chainsmoker song with Dea. Uh, Don't, Don't let me, me down. down yeah. Don't yeah. me down. He also did a. No, that's not true, that's not him. That's not, that's not Illenium, that's like Aachenhofer. He did a remix of uh, Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. And it's it's really damn good, actually.
1: I don't know anything of Fetty Wap besides just that song. And I think there's like a second song he released right after that. And I know nothing else about Fetty Wap.
0: And he did uh, Save That Money with Lil Dicky.
1: Oh, God.
0: Uh, okay, well, well, here here's a question for you then. Okay. Can you think of a, of a of a of a remix song that isn't a remix of a hip hop song or a pop song, like like a rock, like a it, it can still be an electronic hip hop remix, but that the original song was like rock or or jazz or uh, bossa nova.
1: Offhand, I don't think I can, and it's gonna bother me because as soon as I leave, is when I'm gonna be like, <laughs> oh, of oh course, yeah, obviously,
0: yeah. I mean, okay, I guess, I suppose you, no, I was, was going to say Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, not Black Sabbath. Um, I was going to say that, that gets remixed, but no, that just gets sampled in a bunch of shit. I was about to censor myself and stopped it mid-word. I was like, I was going to say, I was thinking shit, thought, oh, I should say stuff, and then it came out as shit. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I think we're both on a different kind of struggle train today. Yeah,
0: honestly. Yeah. Let's just remix this episode. This whole thing is 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 gonna is gonna going to be, be redone by a friend of ours.
1: but yeah there was another there was one other one that i thought of i think it's just interesting that like everybody's kind of bringing back like britney spears and demi lovato and like just random artists from different times in their career and making it popular again Mm -hmm. because it's like once one goes off the other they just it's all across the board whether it's tiktok or instagram reels
0: and I mean, I think that actually is uh, a testament to what those platforms are. I mean, like, I can't think of anybody who wasn't in the scene, who who was who, uh, like an outsider to the scene, who didn't, who actually knew simple plans, I'm just a kid. Well, a platform like TikTok and Instagram Reels can bring that back. Or like, I mean, Britney Spears is toxic, has always been pretty out there, but that's been brought back. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a handful of other things, I'm sure, but like... There was really no platform that did that except for in niche audiences, whereas TikTok is bringing it to many different niche audiences. Yeah.
1: Like, Everyone's I mean, literally sharing everything. It's not just going to one group anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually, it actually is reaching a broader <laughs> audience. Now, admittedly, I never used Vine. Perhaps Vine was also good for that i don't remember it being i remember i only remember vines for comedy videos
1: yeah and even that
0: i I, ne- I never i never began looking into vines until after the app that was already defunct like when it was actually happening i wasn't i wasn't part of that at all not 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 out of like malice or whatever i just didn't use vine
1: yeah i don't think i did either
0: so i, I can't think of anything musically from that but
1: Oh, another really good song though that I got from TikTok, and mm-hmm. I got it because it was a slowed down version. So now that I hear the actual version, it makes me kind of mad for some reason. Cause yeah. I want the slowed down version, but it was "No Lie" by Sean Paul and Dua Lipa.
0: Sean Paul's still making music? He's still making that's music. That's cool. I love I love Sean Paul.
1: He's still doing his shit. I love cool. it.
0: Okay. Oh uh, wait, wait. So, but "No No Lie" was remixed. You said? Yeah,
1: it was. That's actually where I got it from. Cause this is. Looking at my playlist, this is before I started listening to the radio again because I've been doing that more often. You're so old. I know. I can tell because I have a lot of Ed Sheeran, Depeche Mode, Lumineers, and then all of a sudden it's Thought Shit and No Lie. So I'm like, that's when I started listening to the radio again.
0: All All that modern music's leaking its way in.
1: Oh yeah, slowly but surely. But also too... And I wouldn't really call this like remixing music, but maybe like remixing a s- their own style. So um, you remember oh, what's it? Carmen. Yeah. It had broken hearted and yeah, hello and, and, now and all it's that.
0: Queen Herb or whatever. Yeah,
1: Queen Herbie. Herbie. She like I feel like she kind of took her the style that Carmen was and kind of changed it up. And Instagram and TikTok allowed her to kind of like play with her music more because if you i've follow her on instagram so like going back she kind of played with her music a lot more and now it's like she kind of remixed her entire sound and it's kind of riffing off some of her old stuff but doing just like new style kind of trendy pop songs and it's super interesting to see an artist kind of like you can actually trace back and watch them do it on mm-hmm. their pages now like, you can w- literally watch their growth and kind of their creative process when they're letting go of one thing and starting another. And
0: moving on to the next thing. Interesting. When you say, like, changing up, do you mean, like, by way of her, like, music production or, like, like lyricism or...
1: Um, so, before, I think you would call them, they were, like, true, just pop music, but now it's kind of, like, she's leaning more towards rap. Okay. And the production has definitely changed to like acclimate that more because before she did a lot of singing and it was the cool little like pop courses but now it's like straight uh she just has like a whole bit usually Hmm. throughout so there's not too much singing in the courses as there was before but it's more of the trendy hip sort of something that you can make a tiktok video to almost
0: Hmm. I think I may have, I may have talked about this before, but with like TikTok and stuff, are you familiar with Bo Burnham's show? Zack Stone's going to be famous. It was from back in it was from back in like twenty thirteen. It, it was on think MTV. So uh, great show! You should go watch it. Uh, I
1: love Bo Burnham.
0: Yeah, he uh, he has an episode where so he plays plays a kid who's always he spends his life savings instead of going to college he spends his life savings on a camera crew to document him as he as he works to becoming a celebrity to becoming famous yeah and in one of the episodes the way he's going to get famous is he's going to be a musician but he was like back in whatever he says people if they want to listen to a song they had to buy a full album then I think he said Kenny Chesney comes along or Kenny Loggins comes along and people only want to hear their favorite songs on the album which is like you know iTunes helped popularize and you could buy songs as opposed to the whole thing and then he says and now to keep in mind this case takes place in 2013 he says now people only want to hear their favorite parts of the songs so he does he a whole episode making ringtones or 10 second sound loops of songs and then just moving on which was very indicative to what people like nowadays
1: yeah he kind of called that yeah
0: like that was, it, was, it was the almost I want to say bastardization but the cynical view of the progression of music like all you have to do is have something to be a hook and then mm-hmm. you can just move on
1: and kind of a cynical look on consumers too, because yeah, because our attention span is yeah, so short. because like we got what we wanted, but now we're not happy with that. Now we want even, we want less and less of a product, but like
0: but we want more products in general. Yeah, it's like what I mean, how many times have you ever like been like, oh, I'll check out this YouTube video. Oh, it's like twelve minutes long. I don't know
1: that literally happened today <laughs> today
0: yeah no I'm like, I'm like i think because i'm trying to stop myself from being that guy i've gotten better at it and like i i do i i'm no longer trying to just listen to individual songs like if i if i find a single i like i'm going to then at least listen to bits and pieces of the rest of the album like i'll to be this song Listen to like a minute or two not quite into it move on to the next one if like four songs in a row I don't find anything it's like okay clearly this album is not for me I just like the one single but yeah in, in, in an effort to not just become a bit uh, I, I, I don't want to say brain dead but like like so so sh- so so short attention span. yeah so I'm,
1: shallow I'm, in the things that you like
0: right yeah like I, I want there's want,
1: supposed to be things you like
0: mm-hmm. no I'm I guess there's an argument to be made there of like, well, yeah, you, you it's something you like, so you should be able to appreciate it however you want, even if that's in six second bursts. But I don't know. I, 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 I just wouldn't be comfortable saying this song's great for a, a, a 13 second chorus and then not, not know anything else about it kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I hadn't really had fleshed out that thought. I'd never verbalized that thought before. It was just something I was doing for myself. So perhaps there so perhaps there are holes in my logic.
1: I really enjoy looking at my Spotify playlist because like you can tell when I was on Instagram a lot mm-hmm. cuz I all the songs from Instagram, what are you doing now by Sadie Jean, some Russian remix song uh by Molochat Doma, tick tick boom by Sage the Gemini Big 2. Like and also Bizarrap. I kind of that's where I find a lot of Bizarrap's random like Mixes, but that's how I found out he did one with Snow the Product and Nat Nathy. Yeah, Nathy Peluso.
0: You threw out so many names in that speech that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Sadie Jean, I like Snow the Product.
1: <laughs> I like yeah. I'm kinda of sad Snow the Product came to uh the rave and I think I was working so I couldn't go. Blop, but blop. that looked like such a fun show.
0: Sadie Jean's coming to Summerfest.
1: I know. Actually, speaking of Summerfest, uh did you hear they announced like a bunch of other people that are coming for headliners?
0: I heard that 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 it, that it was announced. I did not see who it was.
1: Okay. So, get ready for this cuz this is hilarious to me. So, Summerfest announces uh more 2022 lineups and adding Disturbed, Lamb of God, chevelle what other ones did they add? Uh the band Camino. Oh, I love them! Mm-hmm. I'm so gonna go see that. Backstreet uh, Boys were they always there? <laughs> I can't remember to be. I, don't, I, I think don't so. Anymore. Oh, were they really? okay? I think you- yeah. Remy Wolf, Zach Bryan, Stone Temple Pir- Pilots, Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, uh, Michael Ray, The Whalers, The Happy Fits. I'm kind of just going through and seeing if I like black rebel motorcycle club interesting <laughs> that's a
0: badass name
1: yeah uh the marshall tucker band is there anyone else i kind of a lot of these other ones i have no idea who they are so interesting yeah
0: that's that's, that's really cool i, I like that, that, that they did that
1: this year, I think they're just trying to make up for last year. So now this year's is just going to be off the wall. Just crazy.
0: I didn't go to last year, but it, it just seemed so clunky. Having having it on multiple weekends as opposed to just like virtually nonstop for weeks. Mm-hmm. I, t- I t- totally get why they did it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It was, just, it was, was like,
1: a little awkward. And then everyone's like, oh, there's not as many people there that year. But I kind of appreciated it because like, sometimes I just don't want to be squeezed together by a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. No, so no, like, I, I, I it wasn't that. really that bad.
0: I asked, I asked about Buddy of Mine if he was going to be going because I know he's really into music. And he was like, uh, no, really- I just really... I, I don't like the festival scene. He likes the, for lack of a better term, intimacy of like an actual show, just one and one yeah. with the band. But otherwise, it's like a festival hot sweaty full of loud, loud people who are always probably drinking and walking around from one place to another and the band gets like 45 minutes to just get out as much as they can and they have to move on to, yeah, move move to the on. next person so like, I, I can totally understand where he's coming from with that
1: oh agreed this isn't a remix either but this is just funny to me have you ever heard of Oops by Young Gravy have you ever heard of Young Gravy
0: like two weeks ago I learned uh, probably a month ago I learned who Young Gravy is
1: I... This song haunted me in my dreams because it was in a TikTok song. But it was or a TikTok, but it was for before they would put the labels on it of who is who. It just said original audio, oh, so yeah. I had no idea who it was, and I couldn't understand enough of it to Google it. And I was just like, whatever, I don't care enough. And then I heard it at the redneck grave that I went to last summer with uh, Ty and his friends. And like I remember, just like all of a sudden being like, I know this. This is the song. What are you, you playing had no right now? You have awakening moments. Yeah, it's like, what is the song? And it's haunted me ever since.
0: Is Young Gravy a comedy rapper? I can't tell. His songs are so over the top. Like lyrically, he's not. He's clearly not like openly making jokes. But it sounds like he's parodying the rapper lifestyle. But I can't tell.
1: I know. I want to say like he is a parody rapper, but I don't. I really don't know because just all the songs I heard from him are just so. They're well made. Yeah. they so. And, but they're so random. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm just like I. I don't know. And oh. a lot of them too are like touch and go. Either you like them or you don't. Yeah.
0: And like like he he has that very very modern style of rapping. I'm not gonna say like mumble rap, but it's 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 a pretty damn monotone kind of kind of yeah. sound he's making the whole time. Uh. But I still like what the sound is. I mean, and, and shout out—he's he, from Madison, so.
1: He's from Madison.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, he's a Wisconsin boy. But no, I, I, the the the, like some of my employees were talking about Young Gravy, and I said, "Who's that?" And they they, they like eyes went wide and looked at me because they were like so excited that they get to be the ones to show me Young Gravy. I don't know, like, what's that? What's the, what's this one famous one? Mister Clean
1: yeah mr clean
0: mr clean i mean i i like it that they showed me so many young gravy songs
1: oh my god yeah you, mr clean and oops i think are like my go-to examples for young gravy just because like I th- they just sound good like even if you don't listen to the lyrics they sound hilarious yeah <laughs> cheryl the gravy
0: train I've, I've, yeah has a song called forget me thoughts <laughs> Instead of forget me nots, it is forget me thoughts. My is, God, was
1: he the start of like meme rapping?
0: I mean, could be. But I mean, little Dicky's been around longer. That's than true.
1: Him. But then again, the only little Dicky song that I have actually fully listened to was the one with uh, Brendan Urie. I think it's called like Molly or something, and it's like a super serious breakup song.
0: That's the only little Dicky song you've heard. Or yeah. that you've
1: listened to. And I've watched. Uh, what is this, Dave? Dave, I've watched his Hulu, like show, Dave, and still the only song I've heard from him is Molly.
0: Surely you've heard the song Earth. Mallory was obsessed with that song.
1: I've heard parts of it for like the commercials and stuff.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, my, my favorite of his is probably Freaky Friday, where he, sw- where he swish- oh, swaps with yeah. Chris Brown.
1: Freaky Friday. That- I forget that he was in that.
0: That was his song. <laughs> <laughs> I also like his song Professional Rapper that has Snoop Dogg in it. Oh my it God. was the intro track to his debut album uh, and then his song pillow talking actually pillow talking gets used in tiktok a lot too uh with like it's a, it takes place with like, it's, it's a conversation between two people and his brain is talking to him his brain is his own character Then mm-hmm. he's like the, him and this girl just hooked up and now they're like chatting they're like well what do we what do we do now and it was like he's trying he's talking about like pangea and the dinosaurs and she's like i'm just saying according to, to, the, to the bible it's like, like she, she's very much that way kind of thing and his brain goes this bitch don't know about pangea brain let it go <laughs> and like people use that for like me talking to my boss about it. Yeah, whatever. oh my
1: god this bitch don't know about that pangea means- <laughs> I, I why do i love that line so much
0: <laughs> that whole song is great i mean it's one of those things where it is a song, but it's also like ten minutes long. It's very much like almost a freestyle. He's just like, he's just rapping the entire scenario as it plays out.
1: I love that actually so much.
0: No, yeah, it's 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 good. But the, but the point is that uh, Lil Dicky, I think, is the first mainstream, specifically comedy rapper. Like that that was his goal. He like he wanted he wanted to, to make rap accessible for for people. And the best way to get someone to pay attention is to make them laugh.
1: That's in, very in my true,
0: experience, at least. Um, I mean, unless you want to count someone like Bo Burnham, who you know was doing stuff back in two thousand six, and he would yeah. incorporate rap into his songs, and was oftentimes comedic, but, 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 but with a message. I don't know. I, I I'm not savvy enough in the in the hip hop world to know. I know. Uh, I
1: about it. meme rapping and just like kind of meme humor music is something I don't always like pay attention to so now now that now that tiktok has definitely brought it out more and been like more in your face about it i think it's now that i'm starting to notice it so if my my starting point is young gravy and i don't know if i'm gonna go up from here or go down from there <laughs> you're, you're.
0: I don't. I don't know because like I don't know if, if I like like I've i was even just saying this when they were showing me Young Gravy. Like I don't know if I consider him a great rapper or not. I enjoy the music and yeah. it's fun, but I don't know. Like he's not going to surpass Jay Z by way of like goat status. Or, I mean, not okay, for me, it's actually Eminem. But like like yeah. like you know like 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 he's not going to become one of, one of one of the greats. But he's certainly like his videos get like millions upon millions of views. Oh, so like yeah. he's not very clearly a successful rapper.
1: And his music videos are funny, too. Yeah, I love like, that. Like, they're really good.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I guess you have to... I guess it would just come down to what do, what do you consider meme rapping? Like, do you, is it just comedy rapping? Is it, like, actually using songs to be bits and jokes? I mean, because mm-hmm. then there are people who are actively going over the top to be fun with it, like Hollywood and Dead. Yeah. Like... like
1: everywhere. Exactly. I everywhere I go with
0: the song and video, were meant to be... Uh, Hyperbolic rap songs like they were meant to be so over the top. Yeah. Of course. Then they ended up becoming a good song, and the music video actually looks pretty damn stunning. So I was like, "Damn it, you, 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 you cared so little. You cared so little that it looks like you tried really hard." Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's actually kind of funny though.
0: But it's like, would you consider that a meme rap song? I, I personally wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't because they didn't know quite what they were doing with it. Like I feel like the. The idea of memes have been a long, been around for a very long time and we've seen kind of its inception from being like word of mouth jokes to now like the online presence that it is. For sure. But I don't think a lot of media like kind of paid attention or was able to be a part of the inception until like platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Vine and Facebook came around to kind of get it out there so I think now artists are noticing it because it's on these popular platforms and obviously we enjoy it because it's like taking over our language Mm -hmm. and I think that's where you start to see more of like artists kind of participating in the meme and so I don't think Hollywood and Dead was like meant to participate or like create a meme I think they just they are a meme in themselves let's be honest here
0: well okay I'm I'm curious though in your opinion do you think that me Incorporating that culture into their music, do you think that's a natural progression of the state of things, or do you think they're trying to capitalize on it? Because then there's also like oh. like George Watsky, who never inherently did like comedic or meme rapping, but he was known for Walsky, how Watsky,
1: I know that one. So he did
0: so he he can rap so incredibly fast.
1: Yeah, I remember th- he was at Warped Tour one year, and what was the song? I think his song was called Fireworks or something to that effect, not yeah. the Katy Perry one, but it was. I think it was called Fireworks it was either on the 2013 or 2014 work tour album but um yeah he raps so fast yeah
0: i like and like his video again it was not meant to be like comedic but people like really enjoyed it for like the novelty of it like yeah. people always accused him of speeding up his video so he filmed the video with his cat in the room so that's to show like the cat's not moving very fast only my lips are yeah
1: <laughs> That's actually kind of crazy, yeah. though, to think about that now. Because the only other, like, super fast rapper would be, what, Eminem? And who's that one guy from uh, Look At Me Now? I have no idea. I can't remember who it was either. I But, like, those types of rappers are insane to me. Because I can barely talk normally as a human being.
0: Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Cause, cause th- 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 did he also do the Turkish rap? Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking of of the Tur- I don't know why I thought Turkish rap. It's it's uh, Tech Nines' Worldwide Choppers, which has which has Buster Rhymes in it, and he yeah. he goes wild with it. I mean then there's then there's people like who I would argue and people who also haven't have their names because of how fast they can rap like Machine Gun Kelly. He was named after the gangster because his he could spit, re- spit bars so fast it was like a machine gun. Yeah. And I, I admit he's by no means a slow guy, but, like, he's not one of the greats.
1: <laughs> he's no means slow.
0: Like, he, he doesn't like a Ty Dolla sign or anything, but yeah. he's, he's... Whatever. But I also feel like nowadays people use Talking Fast or confuse Talking Fast with being a good rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's there, there's definitely a novelty to it, but, like... I, when you're rapping fast, usually, usually you can keep it at one note because you're cramming in so many things. People aren't so focused, focusing on the melody of what you're doing. Yeah. But like, you aren't diversifying. You aren't, you aren't putting as much importance into the lyrics because all you're trying to do is get them out, not 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 make them be heard. Yeah. And then, I, usually, usually a fast rapper, is not a very good freestyler. Because they true. have to put so much thought into how many, how they can squeeze their words and that just having them naturally flow and come out does, doesn't, doesn't exactly happen. Yeah, now. that's true. But, again, I'm not, I'm not an expert in that world either. And some people would argue you don't, you don't have to be a freestyler to be a good rapper. Some say that's the only thing that makes you a good rapper because anybody can, can, can read a script kind of thing. If yeah. you can freestyle, freestyling, you're good. I, I remember people were making a big deal. And it was proof that Iggy Azalea wasn't a good rapper for her freestyle. She, she did on some radio show. And admittedly it was really mad. Yeah, it was but. not good. Then you got people like fucking childish gambino That dude, I love that dude's freestyling. <laughs> He's really talented. I
1: just I like a lot of his like a lot of his music is hit or miss to me, but I really like the fact that he tells a lot of interpersonal stories like uh the one that I first heard from him is Heartbeat. Yeah fucking love that song and then someone was like oh by the way this is the background like this is the context in which the song takes place I'm like that makes this, like so it makes so much sense yeah but you don't need to know the context of it for it to st- for you to still know what's going on in the song
0: that was from Because of the Internet yeah or was that the album before it
1: I think it might be the album before it I'm not sure I just remember it has like Camp, I think it's from the album. Oh, camp. it's from
0: from the EP Camp.
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, oh, Camp is his debut album. I thought that was an EP. Okay. Oh no, uh, uh, EP was his first EP actually. because <laughs> um, that's the one that has Freaks and Geeks on it. But Heartbeat is from Camp. Shit. See, like when I think when I think Camp, my knee jerk reaction, I'm sure for a lot of people, is Bonfire.
1: Yeah. But
0: throwing this back to remixes, uh, an old friend of mine showed me. Uh, Remix where they took the the lyrics to Bonfire and put it behind a hip-hopified version of the Stranger Things theme song. How'd that go? Really well. Really? Yeah, to the point where right now I can't tell you what Bonfire's beat is. I can only think of the Stranger Things song (laughs) intro.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. It was actually funny though, too. uh, Speaking of remixes... uh, (laughs) You know, the
0: topic of the... Yeah, you know,
1: (laughs) the topic of the show... (laughs) Um, this is actually, like, a YouTube remix, though, that I recently refound because uh, I was talking to Ty about Miss Murder. by AFI? Yeah, by AFI. And I'm like, I actually... The reason I refound or rediscovered AFI, because I think it was too young to, un- like, remember everything. And this was before, like, you could have iPods and MP3 players and stuff like that. Yeah. So you just... Either you've remembered the song or you convinced your parents to buy the album, but I couldn't remember anything. So mm-hmm. I, it went for a while without remembering AFI. Yeah. And then it was the remake of Friday, or not Friday, uh, it was the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: That oh, the, I've the refound uh, AFI. One. Yeah. Wait. It,
1: yeah. What, they have a song in that? No. So, <laughs> so a, fan, <laughs> a fan on YouTube. Made a song and remixed it with the hook of Prelude from AFI on their December album. I
0: love Prelude 1221.
1: Yeah, it's so good. And like they kind of crossed that over and then they made their own music video with scenes from the movie. And it's all about like, uh, you know, stuff in your dreams aren't real, like sticks and stones can break your bones, but like the dreams can't hurt you. But then it has Freddy Krueger Freddy. being like, I'm coming for you and shit like that. I'm like, this is so good. And then when I was looking to find the original version of the prelude, I found Miss Murder. And I was like, holy shit, I found it.
0: That's all. I have to I have to look. Should, should you said you found it on YouTube? Yeah. Does it still exist?
1: Yeah. I found it not that long ago. Uh, although it's under a different name. I saved it before, but now it's under like a different name. So I think when I looked it up, it was... Uh, I can't even remember when the original Nightmare, or the remake, came out. That came out in 2010. Oh, in twenty 20- It did?
0: Yep. It's been 12 years since we've seen Freddy Krueger.
1: Honestly, well, I loved everybody who was in that, so it's kind of upsetting that it did not work out.
0: Although, I suppose we have Scary Terry from Rick and, Rick and Morty.
1: <laughs> yeah, why is Scary Terry actually more scary than... Then freddy Then freddy
0: i when i first so before i had seen uh two through five of nightmare on elm street i, I only, i'd only seen one in the remake and parts of freddy vs jason i thought scary terry was just like an over-the-top parody with the wall with the way he finishes almost every sentence with bitch but <laughs> no in those in those cheesy sequel movies freddy krueger called people bitch a lot
1: oh my god really
0: yeah yes.
1: why i heard, is, I
0: heard evanescence
1: then yeah why is evanescence taking all this over Oh, I found it! It's literally just called "New Song," Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street soundtrack, 2010 exclusive. But yeah, it's the AFI song. It's so good.
0: And like that, that kind of—I mean—that kind of remix doesn't actually add any new music. It just manipulates what AFI already had going on. Then he yeah. does his bars over it. I'm like, that's really interesting because he doesn't have to—he doesn't have to necessarily. Uh, like AFI's original vision, he was cool with. He just wanted to to change it up a bit. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't like, oh, they were missing this, so he added that. I mean, there was, actually there was there was one one synth sound at a certain point, but like like I, I like how all it was was primarily I mean a manipulation of the bass song yeah. itself, not not for lack of a better term, a sample. You know. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, that's from I, I guess it's from Bodhi the Apollo. I'm,
1: Also, I just love how people name YouTube remixes because like in the name this, it'll be like the full like Doja Cat, Slow Down, this version, that song. Mm-hmm. And this one's just new song. <laughs> it's like exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. I'm like, oh, fuck. We don't know who this is.
0: Yeah. Speaking of exclusive, apparently they're closing.
1: Exclusive.
0: The record company.
1: Oh, really? I was just there record, for work.
0: Record, yeah. Uh, record store, not record company.
1: That's so weird. I was just there, and they just had uh, some dude from Spoon like DJing while they were doing events.
0: Well, and so like that same weekend you were there, they're also doing a record sale. I guess it was like National mm-hmm. Record Day or something like yeah. that. But yeah, it was also like they're they're trying to get, run 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 stock out. Is what I hear through, through the rumor mill. I've not oh. actually heard anything official on that. And it would ju- it would just be the Milwaukee location, not the whole yeah. Place.
1: Well. Go to exclusive on Farwell because honestly, lots of cool things there. Yeah. I almost spent all the money I just made that day on records, but yeah. I don't have a record player at the moment. So, so
0: you're a hipster. Okay. <sighs> yeah. A fake hipster.
1: I might just buy my grandpa's. I don't know. There you go. Be like, can I, can I use your record player? I have like five records I want to play nonstop. Thanks. Oh, okay. speaking of, uh, I don't know why thinking of my grandpa, I've thought of emo night. But here we are. That was freaking
0: dope. So yeah, a few weeks ago, uh, you may have seen posts on social media, uh, a, a local arcade bar that we like going to a lot uh, had, had an emo night, which all, all that all that is, is they play emo and pop punk music and then have themed cocktails. There's nothing really else no- notable about it.
1: But it happens at an arcade bar, so already we're starting it's off strong. Freaking
0: awesome. Uh, I had so many uh, cocktails. I had so many drink 182s. It was awesome. Uh I can't I had, remember
1: what mine was called. Something ink. It was a killer's reference.
0: Oh, I I I don't know what are talking I don't know I don't know what it was called. The only other name I, I remember is I write gin, not tragedy. Yeah, that
1: one was a good one. I'm not gonna lie. That was clever.
0: I had uh, forgotten to paint my nails for that night, so uh, B Sharpie them in for me. And it wasn't until like just two or three days ago when the Sharpie was finally all gone.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Sharpie is it a lasted, uh, hard minute. one to get rid right of.
0: Which means, like, when I when I had to go to like brunch with my family and like no. and like, so, like 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 have a meeting with my boss's boss's boss, my nails still had like things on there. But my, my mother even said, "Oh, I, I just thought you like bruised your hand in something." Like, That's very kind of you. <laughs> oh my
1: god! I thought you bruised all of your fingers.
0: But yeah, no, that was a cool night. that we had them play uh, "Welcome to the Black Parade" directly at midnight. Uh, we all left at like what probably one one thirty. Yeah like that. about. I mean, well, no, no, Zach left a bit earlier cuz he had to work in the morning. I mean, we I think we all had to work the next day. Yeah. Screw it.
1: Hey, I think we did pretty good though. Yeah.
0: No, that was fun. And I also like towards the end of the night just hearing that like, the only people who were still really hanging out were people who were there for the music. Mm-hmm. So like even though our group was doing a lot of singing by just ourselves, you could hear other people getting into it too. Yeah. It was rad. That was a
1: lot of fun. That was really rad. And I heard a lot of early Paramore songs. Like I guess mm-hmm. I didn't know as many Paramore songs as the, I heard that night because I kept going oh who's this and Ty's like oh this is like early baby Hayley Williams Paramore like
0: pre-riot Paramore yeah I believe yeah I, I heard I heard way more Yellow Card than I thought I would Cause, but like honestly with the exception of Lights and Sound I don't really consider them an emo I, I have got Lights and Sound Ocean Avenue yeah
1: Ocean A- there's one other Yellow Card song that I think of I think it's off the same album too oh, I,
0: mean, I meant the album Ocean Avenue oh but, yeah, the no, whole album yeah, yeah no, they had they, played like Three before you guys even got there, and there was then there's even more. The only one that I know Ty was upset he missed was uh, Hawthorne Heights's yeah. uh, "Ohio is for Lovers." I raced out of the bathroom. I washed my hands, of course, but I I like raced out of the bathroom when the song came on because I was like, guys, this is what I wanted to hear.
1: I gotta listen to this.
0: The, uh, my my friends were getting frustrated because uh, again, like 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 when we first got there, we were just playing games me, Zach and B, and I kept winning Connect Four despite not even like. It, it didn't seem like I was trying that hard because I was still focused on the music, but I still won every single game I played. They were never starting to get mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. What other? There was... Oh, they played Hello Goodbye, um, Here in Your Arms. They did? Yeah. Because oh. I remember I started screaming, and I uh, the two people that were down at the end of the bar that were also singing along, yeah. like whipped around and was like, what was is she that? Okay? Yeah. Is she okay so I was like Jesus I think you just scared people and I'm still singing and dancing because I did not care
0: B-, B did a video of me singing and dancing but I want to turn the the very beginning of it into a gif set because it's, it's so it's when I'm just standing there and then all of a sudden sweetness by Jimmy E. World comes on and you just see my face
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: so I want to like turn that into a gif and send it to my coworkers
1: that is a look of just pure joy <laughs> Oh my god! I love
0: that song. That's my favorite Jimmy e World song. So I was on Cloud Nine. Um, yeah, no. Then obviously a lot, a lot of Blink, uh, Simple Plan, Sum Forty One. Uh, it was it Fall Out Boy. It was, yeah. it was. It was. It was a good night. It was. It was a good, was a good excuse just to go out and do something a little different. I mean, I guess going to Uptown isn't all that different, but there was a different group of people than I usually hang out with. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a bit of a hodgepodge. And it
1: was kind of fun hearing just all that old music again and just yeah. being like, yes, I remember this. And also,
0: like, seeing other people also know that old yeah. music. There's like.
1: so many fishnets and so much black. Hell yeah. So much.
0: Okay, so do you, uh, do you have any other remix things you want to talk about? Because we're already over an hour, but I'm sure there'll be a fair amount to cut out.
1: Yeah. Uh No, I think I'm good.
0: All right, cool. Uh, I fell off a cliff I fell
1: off a cliff that's how you're measuring it yeah
0: okay well yeah that's, that's probably where, where, we're, where we'll finish up this one we'll have two more episodes that are just regular audio podcasts but then the episode after that there might be something special for the season finale but yeah no then uh i showed danny the secret project i was working on so i'm going to work more on it and then we should that those should be coming out by the middle of summer i'd say probably um it'll be kind of something to lull over the down period between seasons and also while danny and i try to figure out uh the best way to record this while while i, I live far away uh
1: if you can't, so, tell, I'm really excited about that though.
0: She's really excited for, for me to leave this state. She no, not you wait leaving. To get rid of me.
1: surprise! <laughs> I'm so excited for that.
0: I, I I literally showed her like two minutes before before we started recording. So, well, then we, because it was good because I I I very much didn't want to get fully into the project and have you be like, oh, I mean, okay, I guess. Oh I no, anything. I love it. I it's so it. cool. So yes, but yes, there are there are things to to look to look forward to besides just the regular episodes. In the meantime. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That might be worth your time in the near future.
1: I'll probably post a link to that soon.
0: Cool. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.